Welcome everyone to the Cinema Spiel. My name is Tim, and uh, it's a very lucky day for you because we have a, a fantastic guest. And I know, I know, every time, every week I say we have a very special guest, but this time I actually mean it. We you have literally a, said that I, on the podcast no, we listened to. No, no, stop, what? Literally no, but this time I really, words. I really mean that we have a very, very special guest who is not shy with opinions, <laughs> who... How, Arden, how are you? I'm so fine. Thank you, Tim, Good. for You're... having me here at this last uh, last minute. Yes. I'm uh, wonderful to be here. You're like and... you were like my Hail Mary guest. The other guest That's unfortunately right. had a had a family emergency, so thank you for doing this. Super glad to be here. Uh, your full name Arden Buckland Sporer. That's it. With Oak Hill Farm. That's right. And um, I just feel like we miss an opportunity here because spore, I was thinking of mushrooms, so you should have gone mushrooms. That should have been brought up to you before. But um, you what is Oak Hill Farm? Tell me what this is. Oak Hill Farm is a, it's a it's one of those old Sonoma properties, big big ranch, okay. seven hundred and thirty acres that extends from Highway Twelve all the way up to literally Cave Dale Road. I did not know it was that big. Yeah, it's really big. It and looks really small. I know the road. it's really not small. It's big, <laughs> and um, but of course the the part that we all know is the Valley Land, the agricultural land, right. where we have our um, our Oak Hill Farm of Sonoma business. Got it. But okay. you know, in a sense, while while, while that is important. And of course, we love our business, and we love uh, we love that we are able to grow things that people are interested in buying, and mm-hmm. beautiful flowers and that sort of thing. But it's really this other large chunk of land that has been put aside mm. um, by my parents for okay. um, wildlife corridor, oh. and um, it's uh, under easement. So Sonoma Land Trust holds an easement on it, so it will never be de- it'll never ever be developed. Got it. Um, Is that the part that goes back up in the that's, hills? That's exactly right. Uh huh. Right. So, so it's like Oak Hill Farm plus Wildlife Preserve exactly. or something like that. Exactly, right. Just, you know, land that, uh, you know, sort of, to be super honest, is, um, you know, is in, has, was burned, mm-hmm. you know, patchily by mm-hmm. the 2017 fire. Right. And so, um, you know, to be honest, it's in need of a lot of um, resources like and regeneration help and in order to get it back to, really? you know, to sort of the wonderful Oak Woodland Manzanita scrub. That's that it what it was. So that's it was. what it was. And now it's got a lot of dead and dying and standing dead timber and got it. That sort of thing. So we're we're working on that. But I think the n- wonderful thing is that we have this business on the on the property that in some way helps support the uh, renovation or got the, it. You know, sort of <laughs> pulling together of that part of, of the, the land the itself. Land, yeah. So let's talk about that because Oak Hill Farm. Um, I printed out the history and then you told me you wrote that. So. <laughs> It's, I was like, it's so well written. It's, it's so good. informative. I was kind of proud of it, actually. Um, that a man named Otto Teller was there, but his name was Mose to yes. neighbors. Yes, Otto, Otto was Mose. And I don't know, I can't really remember the story about why he was called Mose. It's like but a show from Moses it, Yes, Moise no, it was from, I think it was a, so he found in I want to say something like Betty Boop or something like that. It was Mysterious oh. Mose. Oh, okay. Uh, okay so okay, some cartoon, I wish okay. I knew, but I don't really know. I should probably look for it. He says that he didn't suffer fools gladly. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. He was a big, imposing guy with, mm-hmm. uh, with big um, ideas, wonderful. He was a sort of proto-ecologist. He, really? he was okay. really way before it was um, something that the rest of the world was thinking about. Mm. He uh, was organic. He was into organic. He was regenerative. He mm. was, um, you know, was making a lot of you know big decisions about how to how to run his land that was not the. Was this like in the seventies or in the back to the land movement? Sixties, seventies, okay. uh, and he was quite a bit older. You know, mm. in the sixties and seventies, he must have been. I don't know. 
60 maybe oh, something okay. like that so he okay. was sort of an old guy but he you know, but he um i say that <laughs> i know i'm like laughing now like he was so old yeah, he, he was, was like so 50 old. years yeah, old like i'm older yeah. than that now but he seemed really old to me <laughs> then but he you know he was an irascible guy who you know had a lot of power he could get people on the phone get mm. you know, the secretary of agriculture on the line and oh really like that yeah no he was kind of connected okay and he got stuff done and so, he gets stuff done right and so he says he was appalled by the use of things like herbicides and pesticides it's, and kind of move to like a more natural right is it like maybe what we would call like permaculture or or something or permaculture more? feels a little uh, not quite right but i think he just believed or, that you know he believed that poisons were really really bad to put on on the soil and are they? and and that and he also was super really really concerned about water mm. use and was watching streams in the sonoma county dry up and right. as i'm sure you read i mean it is really incredible to me that in the 40s and 50s uh, Otto or Mose moved here um, because the fishing was good in the oh. in the streams. They like for steelhead or something, like trout fishing. Trout yeah. fishing, yeah. Okay. And that, of course, is not a thing anymore. Right. Right. So um, you know, that's a that's a pretty profound change to see mm. in you know a number of decades. So, right. Um, you know, I think that's what really fueled his desire to um, to be. Uh, you know, to to, to understand, to, to sort of think about the environment more than the rest of the world was thinking Got about it. the environment then. Probably a little ahead of the time. Yeah. And then Did you? Did your family buy the farm from him? No, he married my mother. Oh. <laughs> Got it. Okay. That's He's how you know this guy. He's oh, my okay. stepfather. Yeah, he, Otto was my stepfather. <laughs> okay. Um, and we were, you know, when they married, I was in college, and you know, all the all of us were four siblings, and we were by and large. You know, out of the house. Okay. By, by you know, yeah, certainly out of the house. You know, or on our way out of the house. Right. Um, but I, you know, I, I would say that Otto and my well, my mother was that way too. Ann Teller mm-hmm. and a lot of people in the valley know my mom. She was, you know, quite a force in the mm-hmm. valley for mm-hmm. the same kinds of things: wildlife corridors, uh, clean watersheds, uh, protecting lands. Otto and so passionate Anne, about the place. Super passionate about okay. the Sonoma Valley, really. Mm-hmm. And mom and and Otto. Um, they were the first, you know, our land cinema, our Oak Hill Farm is the first piece of property that was ever put into easement with a cinema land trust. So, can you explain what easement means? Because I'm not a uh, land attorney. That's a attorney. really good question. Um, easement means that it's basically the, um, a, an organization um, like Ag and Open Space. Mm-hmm. They, open, they buy easements or cinema land trusts. They buy the development rights to a piece of property. Okay. So uh, that those development rights are now completely separated from the property mm. forever, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> for a very long time. For a very, very long time, right. certainly our lifetimes and our children's lifetimes. Okay. Um, and, uh, and that means it can never be developed. You, Got we, it. Okay. We, it's, we, it's roadless. I mean, we have a few trails up there, mm-hmm. but generally, by and large, it's roadless and... Um, it's really left in its natural state. It's kept in a wild state. Uh So that way it's part of like the ecosystem. Exactly. And you mentioned there's no roads, but I imagine there are uh, paths that animals use. There's Absolutely. probably animal yeah. roads that yeah, we can't Yeah, and, really and see. as it turns out, you know, we, there are a few roads that, um, you know, there's some, as you, there are some old roads. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as it turns out, animals like roads as much as we do. They don't like ducking under brush. No, they, they follow do. them, don't they, That's all the time? Right, yeah, it's, it's when, clear. When I go uh, on a morning walk, I go on an old railroad right away, and you can see the scat from yeah. the animals that have been in the vineyards. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, it's grapes, grapes ready. Grape the, seeds, the foxes yeah. and the bobcats uh-huh. love it. But they just go right along those those made right of ways. They right. love them. Exactly. It's, it's exactly. Of course. It, I can. You can see why. And you know, they say I heard this long ago, and it really struck me is that the um, 
you know, the paths that are made by animals mm-hmm. are the, you know, the path of least resistance. So it makes sense. You want to spend right. as little energy as possible getting from A to B. Right. And so the, and that was, of course, the same way that Native people traveled the land. And that's what our, basically, our national highway system A lot of is. our roads follow. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I think uh, urbanists call it desire paths when you see people walking across a lawn. Yeah, right. And you're like, the, well, you actually path. should have built a path there. Right. <laughs> because exactly. that's desire, where, I like that. Desire that's where, path. And desire of course, path. yeah, people are going to pretty much, and animals are going to always take that path of Which, which makes sense there. Yeah. So now, tell me, we've gone through all this time, but now you have a working farm there. We do. Um, and, and that was set up, I mean, Otto, you know, he had all sorts of different schemes back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and one was to grow greens for, you know, that you put into bunches of flowers. You know, if you, oh, okay, if you yeah. decompose a bunch of flowers, you'll see all these greens. And so that we used to sell them by the bale, too. Wait, so th- so instead of the flowers themselves, those little weird things that right. would go around the, it to make a bunch. Things. Exactly. And so florists buy that because, you know, that's, that's cheap. It's that smelly stuff. Well, myrtle, yes. Myrtle. Or, is myrtle. that crepe myrtle or is that different than no, myrtle? No, that's crepe different, yeah. Myrtle is one of them. Uh, eucalyptus is another yeah, one. Yeah. There are a ton of them. You know, viburnum. They're, they're just a ton of... Okay. Green things that, for some reason, just fill out a bouquet, make a bouquet look larger, more, and also those greens are make the they colors smell pop, good, and they yeah. smell good. Yeah, and they're not flowers because flowers are expensive. So you were the supplier of the background stuffing right. of, of, a, of a bouquet. Right. That's what Oak Hill Farm was for many years before. They called them back greens is what they called back them back green. then. The old back greens. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, Otto. He was growing <laughs> the back greens. Um, but we have literally acres of myrtle on the farm. We don't know what to do with it. Is myrtle a bush or is it a it, tree? It, it turns into, it starts out as a little bush, we harvest it, but if you let it go, it mm-hmm. becomes this, you know, big menace. Really? Big, gigantic, menacing bush. <laughs> it's like, this was a great crop until it took over the farm. Yeah, right, farm. exactly, right. And then when 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 Mo's married mom, she uh, was really, you know, she was always a, an agriculturalist. She, we we mm. actually grew up in the city, mm. um, and but she was uh, a, a garden designer, so she okay. was very, very very fluent in all kinds of, of horticulture and agriculture. Okay, okay. And we always grew, you know, we, we always had vegetable gardens. And so she mm. was, it was really a, a passion of hers. Mm. She actually, this is interesting, opened a little store on the square called the Garden Gate, which is now the Sunflower Cafe. Oh, here in Sonoma? Yeah, here oh, in Sonoma. Oh, the historic adobe. Right. Yeah, uh-huh, the that, adobe. right. So she put in those adobe, those, uh, that adobe flooring Did in she the plant back. the garden in the back? Well, I think it's changed over time. It's a beautiful garden. Yeah, it is really beautiful. And but that was called the Garden Gate for a long time. She had her own little business there. And it was a, a horticultural, like, yeah, a, like a nursery? Yeah, I, I wish I remembered more uh, what it was. But anyway, she, she thought she'd try her hand at, at selling stuff. But anyway. Okay. Um, and then she came along and, and you know, of a, one of the things that's, that's really true is that there were many, many uh, Mexicans who were working on the farm, 30 mm-hmm. or so Mexicans that were living there and all, you know, nobody was managing anything and it was a little bit, you know, it was a little bit, um, I think, I'm trying to think of the word mom would use, but it was, you know, a little untethered. Mm-hmm. And so she wanted to keep everybody working mm-hmm. for the whole year. Because so, we used to have a lot more migrant labor right, that would come exactly. up just for the harvest. And, and, and they were very stable. this same family, this yeah, wonderful family. Back, been, you know, we've had literally yeah. three generations of these, this wonderful family mm. that has worked for, a, you know, that has been part of Oak Hill Farm for so many years. And, of course, that's beginning to fade, which is, mm. you know, another discussion for we'll, another day. We'll talk about ag, but actually talk about Sonoma Valley High School having another ag program. Right. To have info on that. Right. I mean, that's, so, but, but real quick, so you guys have this farm. People 
can visit the farm. Absolutely. But like I said, mo- most of the times, the way I met you, just is at the farmer's market. Right. On Fridays, you guys right. are, are holding down the Friday farmer's market, but you're selling vegetables and things like that. Is that Was that always a part of the farm, or was that later? No, I think that was, well, no. That, that was, so I was going to say, when my mom right. came, she started the vegetable piece. Got it. And okay. it started out as a like cigar box in the red barn. Mm. Come in, take your vegetables, <laughs> throw honor some, system, throw some money in the, in the right, box. Money there, um, and that was how it started. Literally 50 years ago, that's how it started. And now oh. it's grown into quite a, you know, a substantial business. Right. Um, but in, back in the old days, we didn't go to the farmer's market. I think we've been going for maybe 20 years, maybe at least. <laughs> I mean. I love that. typical. It's kind of new. We've only been doing it for two decades. Yeah, exactly. So right. it's yeah, yeah, kind of a new right, thing exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Uh, you know, so that those are really our two. That's what we. That's our. That's our main source of okay. income is, is, is growing vegetables and, and uh, red flowers barn. in the uh-huh. red barn. And uh, yeah, so people can come visit the red barn. Yes, they usually it's may. what the first Saturday of the month or the second or third. It's, it's, it's every Saturdays. Saturday. Every Saturday from nine to three. Got it from nine to three mm-hmm. during um, spring and summer. Yeah, we start in, in April usually. Okay. April all the way to the last weekend before Christmas. So we'll be buy your wreaths and get all sorts exactly, of stuff. Exactly, and our we have beautiful and we have really beautiful handmade wreaths and the flowers are you know i think unparalleled as mm-hmm. is the um you know as is i think the produce just right fantastic and i and um i not to go too off but i want to say one thing that is just an amazing wonderful thing for us is that in our family and i think because my mother was an agriculturalist i suspect that my niece my brother's daughter mm-hmm. um became involved in agriculture at an early age, in her early 20s, and farmed in Oregon for many, many years. And that's uh, and she and her husband, uh, we were able to lure them down to take over the farm. <laughs> Did you trick them? It's so easy. <laughs> no, it wasn't hard. <laughs> you wake up at 10 o'clock. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're right, done exactly. work at 4. Work is so easy. It's easy. Um, so, that, so we are so lucky to have a family member who is willing to... You know, who's really got skin in the game to Is that engage. Melissa? That's Melissa and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, Melissa okay. and Jimmy Good. Got so it. they've been here for now three years and a few and a bit. Um, brought their kids down from, they were farming in Oregon. They oh, really? Got them to hook they them relocated down. down here? Relocated down here. Threw their kids in school mid-year, you, you know. tricked really, them. You yeah, got them. Really You're like, them. this is so much fun. I think it's, I mean, I think it's mutually beneficial but they right. are so good at what they do oh, good. and we're so lucky to have them I mean what what family's got farmers in it no I mean that's what well I mean I'll talk about it now I saw in the paper that Sonoma Valley High School has this agricultural program and they're trying to get job ready students so ah. they have kids here who are uh, you know you have 4-H and FFA and stuff like that and that's good but like the next generation is like or the next step is like yeah. actually getting on the farm right. and, and exactly. working stuff like right. that and this is in our local newspaper the Sonoma Index Tribune or the, or the IT, IT as some people call heard. it yeah. <laughs> and what they have on there is uh, a woman uh, well, I guess she's 15 so a, a young girl uh, getting her pig ready Nelson for the Sonoma County Fair you know and kind of doing all the, the stuff right there um, and it's just these kids who are learning about the business of farming Farming right. and then being ready to work on farms because maybe you don't have to go lure nieces and nephews from Oregon. Maybe you can, you know. We are so uh, all over that. I mean, we. I mean, that is, of course is the biggest challenge of right. what we do is finding people to work in. And one of our our great feeders is SRJC. All right, um, they have a really good really ag. Good. They have a farm out yeah. in West County yeah. at Shone Farm, Shown farm. Yeah. Uh, and it is amazing for junior college. And I'm thinking, this is like UC Davis stuff here. This is really cool. Uh, they, they, they have, you know, not just crops, but also animals, and they learn how to manage all that stuff for a junior college program. 
it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I and we have I think we've now had two or three um, farm workers who mm. are part of the crew who have been they have just been spectacular, really spectacular. And um, you know, Mackenzie works with me at the farmers market is one of them. Oh, okay. She's just amazing. Was she the young woman that was singing today? Yes, yeah. yes, like a sound. <laughs> I was I was sitting here and I had this beautiful voice singing, and it was the woman restocking garlic and shallots uh-huh. and onions and, and whatever. Amazing. She's a, just an incredible worker. And do you think she wants to grow up into a career in I think growing she does. agriculture? Yeah, I think farming? she does. Okay. And so we are willing to we were hoping to support that uh, oh, for cool. as many years as we possibly can. Right. Because number one, it's hard to find someone as you know as as lively and wonderful and she singing is. while we. Talking. And singing. That was so great. I mean, she's a great voice. Yeah, <laughs> I was she does. just like, who is I know. She said, I'm going to start humming more. I thought that's, yes. It was, keep, it was good. Do hum more. Well, I've got, I, let's talk a little bit of events. We'll, we'll switch gears here for a little bit, but I want to talk about your, your events coming up. But before we get to that, I want to talk about events that are happening around Sonoma Valley. Yeah. Because this is the Sonoma Spiel, the yeah, number right, one rated right, podcast. Sonoma. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know if you would go to this, but there's a thing called Sonoma Drags and Drift. It's at Sonoma Raceway. Oh. I know you drive a farm truck. I saw I it. It's uh-huh. a panel truck. It's uh-huh. Full of uh, vegetables, but you could take your car out there and do drag racing. I think my Tesla. What... Yeah, your Tesla to win. Yeah, it would. It would probably win. Well, I like I like winning. <laughs> you know, it'd be so funny <laughs> if you showed up though in like your total farmer outfit uh-huh. and you're like, oh, how do we do this? It's like just complete hayseed, uh-huh. and then you whip out this Tesla. And, they must have different rules though, on because I think. Electric cars have much faster they do. pickup. Torque. Yeah, they really do. Um, they take it's off. Crazy. They keep. They go until the grid runs out. No, they. They're great. But you can. No, show no, they're going to give back to the grid. Are they? Yeah. So that was the there. whole plan, right? Yeah, they will. Don't and worry. Then, give it. Give it a minute. Give it give, a minute. <laughs> well, everyone, just give us a minute, yeah, please. We're trying to figure out this climate change. Really, thing. it's not that easy. <laughs> So that comes up October 5th, the 19th, 26th. It goes through November 2nd. Oh, and they the keep 9th. doing it every week? I think it's every Wednesday. Hmm. Yeah, go on out there. Wednesday night drags. Right, yeah. um, $15 for spectators. Oh, if you have a high school ID. No, no, $20 to race. For if you have a high school ID, thirty five dollars to race if you don't have a high school ID. But and you're not going to crash your car or anything like that. You could crash your car. Okay, don't, I'm not dying to do that. So maybe you don't want to. Maybe bring your tractor. Oh, that'd be good. Do you guys have a tractor? We have a number of tractors. Do you have a kidding? New Holland tractor? And don't say uh, anything no, bad about we it. have okay. Kubotas. We okay. are, we are yeah. Kubotas. Okay. I, I'm at, my my brother-in-law works family. for New Holland, and uh, uh, oh, really? he let me drive a combine once. Uh-huh. And I says, I, uh, Tommy, I think this is a bad idea <laughs> because this thing is very expensive, yeah, and I have yeah. very little knowledge about his joystick. I was driving this massive combine with like a joystick. Where was this? Uh, back in Michigan. Okay. It, was, it was crazy. It was, it was huge. Yeah, I know, crazy. And yeah. I was like, don't ever let me drive, <laughs> drive that again. Because my son, you want to drive? I'm like, he's six, Tommy. Let's not do that. Um, at the time, he was six. Now he's 17, and he would love to drive it. Wow. Matter of fact, you could probably just hire him to drive his tractor. Do you want to be a farmer? (laughs) Do you want to farm? I don't know. He likes to uh, debate. Uh Uh-huh. So, don't they all? Yeah. Uh, I got another event for you. It's called a yoga hike. Oh, yeah. And I think I just met somebody who does that. Oh, really? came to the barn. Was she just like hiking along in the woods and like doing like poses? No, I think that's what they do. But she was, she she just done it at Sugarloaf with a bunch of people. That's that's exactly it. That's good. I think her name is something... Tip or something—I can't remember. Okay. Name. Anyway. Okay. So she was she, doing a yoga hike. Yeah, she was doing a yoga hike, and, and uh, anyway, I was looking at that, thinking, "Well, maybe we could do that." But yeah, well, you have a chance. October twenty-second and November nineteenth nice. up at Sugarloaf, you do the yoga nice. hike. It says, "Enjoy your yoga experience in the beautiful setting of a park." Yeah. A Susan Topf. Yeah. That yoga was, hike. Yeah. Uh-huh. She came Balances the, a she mix. Came by the barn. Oh, okay. Well, not only does she like yoga, she likes fresh vegetables. She does, and no big surprise. <laughs> You don't have to meet yoga, yoga people like at McDonald's in one hand. Yeah, right. Not, no, not that often. would not be. That might be a trend, though. 
that might be a trend. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I hear you. Thank you. Can't Namaste you. and nuggets. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but tickets are $30. Information's at the Sugarloaf website, website sugarloafpark.org. It's funny that you knew about that. Yeah. Um, I know you wouldn't watch scary movies, but oh, yes, I would. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. One of my favorites. Really? Well, yeah. it, it was involving farming because I think he was like, like he had uh, animals. It was terrible. Well, the, it's terrible, but so <laughs> but, good at the same but time. But delicious, always oh, delicious dish is doing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre dinner, movie, and Halloween party on October twenty second. So yeah, they have a bunch of inspired uh, dishes based on the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is really, they're really thinking outside the box. Meatloaf. Uh-huh. Yeah. Macaroni and head cheese. Ew. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. It does. Do I yeah. want to, I don't, head cheese is like one of those things, like yeah. like hot dogs, you don't want to ask too much about. Yeah, yeah don't ask too no, much about. No, yeah, thank no, you. No. Uh, leather face strawberry cupcakes. Don't take this too seriously. The audience will be nauseous. No money back. <laughs> Uh, so it looks like it's gonna be fun. That's fun. Where yeah. is it? Where, so where uh, they... at? Delicious, delicious oh, dish over there on Arnold Drive. Yeah, right. Um, so that's that's very clever. That's thinking outside the box. It is thinking outside the box. Speaking of boxes, which are like barns, which reminds me of the Red Barn. You guys are open October first and eighth for a farm tour. We like, are, and okay. usually we're open on the first Saturday. Of the, we're, we're always open on Saturdays, uh, but we usually have a farm tour on the first Saturday of the month. That's what it was. I'm sorry. Okay. But this week, special, this month, or special, next month, only for Sonoma Spiel listeners and everybody else. Well, anybody, exactly. Right. Very special. <laughs> right. But because it's a far, we're we're doing farm tours. We're on okay. we're part of farm tours. I signed up for it on the eighth. So I think got it. I, I think farm tours is a great thing, and I right. really hope a lot of people are signing up for. It. Part of a weekend along the farm trails, yeah, right exactly. here. Yeah, right. It's and really there's all sorts of great places to go. I mean, everybody should know their local farms, right? And there's a lot of off. And a lot of people have a lot to offer, and it's beautiful fall. And what's not to like? What's and, not? Well, you you've been a member of Farm Trails for a while. I take yeah, it. Yeah, we have because uh-huh. it's like the longest running. I found this out. Sonoma County Farm Trails is the longest running farm trails program in the United States. Wow. And they do these two weekends, usually um, one in the spring yeah, and one exactly. in the fall. Right. And this is the fall one. And you're, mm-hmm. and you're, so you're a stop on the farm trail. Right. And what can people experience when they go to your farm tour? Well, we will, uh, I'm not exactly sure what the theme of the school, of the tour will be. Sometimes, uh, because it is migration season, sometimes we'll do a bird walk, which is really great oh, because we cool. have lots of migrating birds okay. passing through. And so that generally sort of selects for people who are interested in birding. How do you how do you make sure the birds will show up in time you, for the tour? You just don't know. It's always a crapshoot. <laughs> Unleash the robins. Yeah, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. No, there's so many birds. Oak Hill Farm is an incredibly birdy place. Mm. But because, you know, we have these fields, we have mm-hmm. cover crops that are ripening and seed dropping to the ground. So okay. there's tons of, there are always tons of birds. There are lots of hawks and you know, anyway. We have a lot of hawks. Yeah, it's great. I saw one get a dove once in my yeah, front nice. yard. Probably one of those invasive Asian collared doves. It, so. it was, I was walking out, and my son was there, and his his friend was walking up, and like between us, this like, boom, these feathers. Amazingly loud, isn't it? I, yeah, we were both like, what just happened? And I looked up in the oak tree across the street, and there was the end of a dove and, and a hawk. I'm like, I that was like nature right in front of us. Red it was and tooth and claw. It, it, yeah, it yes, and it was like both terrifying and amazing yeah. at the same time. But um, so so you will have a bird tour. I'm sorry. I don't know else? what I haven't really decided. I did okay. it last year, and it was people liked it. They came. I think it's good the binoculars. Idea. They um, and that way you kind of walk through the fields and you know Birds you are very talk, big a, right talk now. a lot about um, you know ecology and how to attract how to keep you know the place 
extremely bird friendly. Mm. What, what can you do to enhance bird uh, populations and right. things like that? So it's an interesting topic in my mind, mm-hmm. but maybe not for everybody. But we'll do. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. Bir- birding birders are weird. No, you know what? I, I'm actually seeing, especially here in California, where uh, aridity is one of our features. So aridity, uh, aridity. You like yes. that? Yes. So uh-huh. having uh, maybe not the same wet. Uh, verdant lawns that people used to have, right. and I see people putting in more natives and Mediterraneans, right. but then you see more birds because you have more diverse right. options, right. and so your front yard becomes a miniature bird. Isn't that the best? Arboretum? Yeah. I don't know the word is, but yeah, it becomes a really neat habitat. spot for it. Hab- oh, habitat. Oh, look at you with those fancy yeah. biology words. Um, yeah, I think that's great, and so I think I think the, keep the bird thing on. Yeah, I think it's a good idea, and, actually. Maybe we should just really, yeah. maybe you're right, maybe we should uh, enhance that, because boy, there are a lot of birders, and there are a lot of Really, really good birders out there. There are idiot savants when it comes to birds. Like they can listen to the sound of a bird and identify yeah, it. Right, and exactly. I'm always trying to figure out which bird to have his book. And by oh. the time I get ready, they're gone. Oh, oh no! And then, please get Merlin. Merlin ID. See, is this the app? Yeah, the app. You just you you, you can do, press do I, sound and it and it can do it. It does a sonograph. Oh, it can listen. Because I'm like, do I have to chase the bird with no, my phone? No, sonograph. Just hold, sit still, hold still. Merlin. Record the, the, it, record, it records the sound, and it'll tell you that is Hold a, on. Merlin, if you want to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's really, and actually, I have tested it, because I've you know i done this for a while. And right. I don't know why we're talking about burning, but um, but uh, here we are. <laughs> we talk about, we spiel about everything on this show. Um, hey. I literally, because um, I, I te- I'm a pretty good birder by ear, mm-hmm. and I have tested it. I have tested it. Mm-hmm. I have tested I've tried to trick it. It is just amazing. Really? It is spot on. I don't, I've never gotten a, a, See? A, an incorrect You can call. do an entire Merlin uh, walking tour oh, of totally, the farm yeah. or something uh-huh. like that. Or we can do, there's a guy up in Glen Ellen that records animals. Oh yeah, I know um, that guy. Uh, you do? I want to get him yeah. in here. Because um, he, he has like, like all these uh, recordings from all around. Yeah, no, he's, an, yeah, he, he's the one who is noticing through his recordings. Some of the biodiversity the diminua- diminution of bird song, the, of the dawn right. chorus and that sort of thing. The dawn chorus. Yeah. Oh, that's Krause, what, Bernie Krause. I think it's Bernie Krause. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. find it. Bernie, if you're listening, and I know you, I know you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've been out at dawn with him uh, and, a, and a class. And really? Yeah, listened to uh, the dawn chorus, which happens in spring. It starts at, you know, as the sun begins to come up. Is that like the mating chorus of the birds saying? Like, it is the territorial, probably. More oh, ter- yes, okay. mating, definitely, but also okay. territorial. Oh. Yeah. I'm learning a lot from you. Uh-huh. You should work in agriculture and farming and stuff oh, like I that. Oh, I should, yeah. I know. Um, well, let me read what the Farm Trails is saying about their event, and I think you'll yeah, be a part of it. Yeah, let's hear about it, yeah. It says, join us for the weekend along the farm trails when local farmers and producers open their gates and barn doors to offer a taste of life on the farm. It says you can meet farmers, you can pick pumpkins, apples, and flowers, pet farm animals, see how cheese is made. Uh, not head cheese, cheese. Learn about, <laughs> learn about beekeeping, flower growing, and ag-related topics. Do you guys have bees on we your do. farm? Okay. We like do. bees you keep them, not just natural bees, but like... Uh, no, we have hives. We have uh, hives, uh, hives, yeah. We have hives. Like that. You know those things. Like, yeah, you know, hives. Those stuff, hives. But, uh, you can make flower crowns. You can tour farms. Um, there's lavender fields and shop from the farm stands. And taste delicious locally grown and made food libations. So registration are free, but they do recommend people register because sometimes there's limited parking at some of these other farms. Right. You know, right. I know not all of them have acres and acres have, like you do, but, you have, but yeah, but you know, there might be uh, some, some farmers like... Um, 
the one further up the valley, uh, Flatbed. Flatbed, yeah. They, they might not have a big space for, for parking and stuff like that. Um, there's a couple farms in Sonoma Valley. I know there right? are. And I, and I think there are, and I see more of them, and I look at them and think, that's so great. And then I think, wait, that's competition. <laughs> <laughs> I will yeah. tell you what. The good news is I ate this morning, I'm going to eat this afternoon, and that's I'll probably true. eat again. That's true. So, as long as you eat vegetables, you know. I do. Yeah, well, it's, that, it's that time of year. And actually, we should be back when we start talking about like uh, root vegetables and, and, and like good menu items and yeah, stuff like right. that. Because it's almost that time when Zinfandel season starts, right? Yeah, when we start like right. putting like potatoes and rutabagas yeah. and I don't know, other vegetables that you know of that I don't know of. Shallots. Is that a vegetable? It's a vegetable. Uh, yes, of course it is. Okay. What's a pumpkin? Absolutely. Well, it's a fruit, technically. So, and that's my segue to Pumpkin Day, okay, October fifteenth at you. Oak Hill Farm from nine to four. Can you tell me about Pumpkin Day? I can. Okay, good. Can I ever? <laughs> Although we're kind of we're thinking about it more and more. But okay, so here's what we so know. First draft. Okay, here's okay. what we know. Yeah. Uh, we had a very successful pumpkin year this year, as opposed to last year when we couldn't grow one to save our lives for whatever reason. Who's your pumpkin farmer? Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Good farmer. is uh, check him out on uh, Jimmy's Giant Pumpkins. I think is his Instagram. Anyway, he's growing these enormous, big, pumpkins. enormous pumpkins. I mean, he has he wants yes. to grow the biggest pumpkin in the world. That you know, and he also wants to <sighs> crazy. He wants to. There's these things called you know where you pumpkin floats where you get inside the pumpkin and you paddle. Like oh, the yes. longest one is like 100 miles down the Mississippi River. Or so you like make like a pumpkin raft. Yeah, not a raft, but like a boat a because you're sitting ship. in it. Yeah, and you, and you, and a somehow. A canoe. It dis- yes, right, exactly. Right, a, a rub-a-dub-dub. So <laughs> he wants to make a pumpkin canoe. Yeah, or so he wants to, he wants to make some kind of record with a pumpkin. So this year he has grown some really uh, big pumpkins. Okay. Named Beyonce, oh which is too hilarious. Yes, for words. When you look pumpkin. at this, it makes you kind of think of Beyonce. Beyonce the pumpkin. <laughs> and uh, I think that's the variety. Oh, okay. And then the other one is Cardi P. Shut um, up. These are not varieties. I think they are, actually. Are they? This is fantastic. I, I know. I think they are. I mean, I don't think he made that up. Cardi I mean, he pumpkin. might have made it up, but I don't know. <laughs> he's going to be, he's the next. Uh, he is a pumpkin guy. The, the pumpkin I mean, people. I've never seen anybody so excited about pumpkins. He, so I'm, the reason why I like talking to Jimmy is because I have failed miserably at pumpkins. Oh, yeah. And well, it's hard. They're hard. It, it, I don't know why. Like, I once had great pumpkins when I didn't try to grow them, but just uh-huh. out of the compost pile. Yeah. I had phenomenal well, pumpkins. Okay. Why did they grow so well? Because I ignored On them. On the compost pile. On the compost pile. They require immense amounts of compost. Uh, yeah. They really, they mean, you to grow that big, big, gigantic yeah. fruit, as it is a fruit. A fruit, yes. Um, it has to have, um, it really needs a lot of nutrition. And so compost, you know, it's a ridiculous amount of compost. Yeah, because so, I got great ones. And the next year, gone. Super expensive to grow. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are going to have, on a pumpkin day, though, people can come get their pumpkins yes, and see, and see the Cardi P pumpkin. Yes, and, and we have, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to open one up. So you can put your little babies inside, and it's a hilarious <laughs> cartoon. Oh, who is it? Ann, Ann Geddes. She would do those photos. Yeah, exactly. Pumpkin, like pumpkin that. babies. Right. Oh, I love that. Put your baby in a pumpkin. There you go. Whatever. We'll find something like that. Okay, but the the okay. So the, we've also got uh, we've picked all of our apples, and we're gonna okay. we have a apple press. So oh, we're great. Make apple cider. Is this one of those basket presses? Like a yes, real? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh-huh. We're gonna make some delicious apple cider. So bring your own container. Okay. And uh, and get. How some do I juice. ferment it into hard cider? Um, talk to Jimmy. That's what we did with last year's. Up. 
yeah. shut up. He's yeah. like, so maybe, come, you know, like, come we'll, behind barn. We'll be, we'll be yeah. sipping behind the barn. <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah. He's like, this is apple juice, but Tim, come over here. Is apple yeah, right, exactly. Um, oh, really? So you guys can actually do that. You can make cider. Well, we can make it for ourselves. And, we can right. sell it. I don't, I'm not saying it. you can yeah. sell it. Yeah. I'm obviously not. Uh, attention ATF or ABC or whoever. You know what is so funny? Because people are like, it's so highly regulated. Like, But if I put a bucket of grapes in my garage and squish it, it will become wine. Yes, it will. It will not be delicious wine. No, it will not. But it will, and I, everyone has accidentally fermented something yes, exactly. on their kitchen counter yes, exactly. <laughs> when you go away for vacation right. or whatever. You're like, uh. Um, so you have apple pressing. Uh, I see Mike the Baker. Mike the Bashker. Yeah, so it's, uh, everyone should know it's Mike the Baker, B-A-K-J-R. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's how he spells a, it. Is it Hungarian? I don't know what, I don't I, know maybe what it sounds is. like. I don't know. But he, he's, at the, he's at the farmer's market next to you often. Yes, he is. He is a, he's like a Sonoma, I don't know, he seems like he's a, like a national treasure. He makes yeah. the most insanely delicious bread. Wood-fired pizzas. And wood-fired pizzas pizza yeah. and things like that so we'll have we'll be selling that great and um what else uh oh most importantly yes we have come into possession of a trebuchet <laughs> okay and so hold on, hold on. we've come into possession uh, right, exactly. it's like, it's don't kind of ask. like that's the equivalent of like a fell off a truck okay so you have a trebuchet which is my understanding a medieval siege machine yes for siege machine, exactly. uh for from back in the day if you were the french and you were conquering the uh you know the german castles or the british you would you would bring out your trebuchet and you put a bunch of rocks into it or maybe a rotting cow corpse and you would launch it exactly into the city in the hopes that you could siege it right and get them through physics through through, through. So literally for, through <laughs> using right. a, an extremely heavy weight and so it's not like a traditional catapult which we kind of think of has right. like yeah this uses like some leverage or exactly. something exactly okay. uses weight and leverage and I don't and I am not a physicist I don't know I don't know I failed physics I'll be I, perfectly did you? honest did you? yes I did um, so I got I, kicked out of physics <laughs> um, anyway so it but it was we it is we're gonna hurl like uh, pumpkins that are not you know prime right, right and i think what jimmy's vision is mm-hmm. to use one of the big you know beyonce pumpkins <laughs> as the counterweight so anyway it will be interesting so there'll be a, it's an enormous lever uh-huh. with a beyonce uh-huh. the pumpkin yes here uh-huh. and then uh non-perfect probably on their way to composting pumpkins over right. here exactly and the goal is to launch them to plant the field for next year right maybe like yes. and, and they might fly. i've seen these videos yeah no, they fly they it go is, through the air they go through the air if they you're going to attack uh, yeah. a castle in france yeah a pumpkin is probably not a bad way to do it. Well, I think flaming well, something rather would be better. We're not going to do oh, that. Oh, right. But no. you can imagine that a flaming That's hay bale. Actually, or, now I think about it, a pumpkin might be bad because then the people being besieged would just make pies. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, thanks. Right. They're throwing food it's at so us. <laughs> okay. And so people can come see that October 15th from 9 to 4. 9 to 4 on the hour, every hour. The pumpkin trebuchet. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll, do it. we'll, we'll launch it every hour on the hour. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's all, this is all a bit of an experiment. One o'clock we, and all is well. <laughs> exactly. Fwing! Yeah, that kind okay. of thing, right. Exactly. Are you going to have big targets in the field? Where you're I don't know. Them? We haven't really thought about that, but that's a okay. good idea. We could that's do that. You know, across the way from you a little bit, I believe, is B.R. Cone or yeah, Little like Family. Literally across Maybe the way. you could uh, just oh. say, Avast you, mateys. Yes. And then warn them. Yes. And just exactly. start, start taking out some of their soft blanc or something like that. Right <laughs> over the highway. Wouldn't that be good? I I so the child in me would love to see that. I would love to see pumpkins flying over Highway 12. The practical, responsible yeah, adult you. in thank me says, "Don't 
yeah. do that's, that. I, I'm as one as the person who is managing the right. insurance. Whose name is on the farm. COI? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but we will flung it somewhere, and we don't, we haven't really figured out where we're going to fly. I it, love but you this will idea. see it. It'll be really it'll be fun to Hopefully see. Hopefully, make some videos. I was looking at the Instagram for the for the pumpkins. Uh, they're enormous. Yeah, they're good. And your Facebook page has yeah, enormous really pumpkins. Um, how do people find out about Oak Hill Farm information about Pumpkin Day? Where, where do they um, go? I put it. I just put it on the website. Okay. In a, in a rather sort of, I it was quickly just put it on there, <laughs> and in the red Red Barn Store page. On the page, see so, the okay. Under Oak, uh, Oak Hill Farm dot net. Yep. Oak Hill Farm dot net. That's what I thought. So that's yeah. that's a good one there. Yep. Everything you need to know about Oak Hill Farm is right there. Well, that's also a good segue about everything you need to know because you've been here for how many years? Well, oh, wait, I, I shouldn't think, ask. You've been so, here for more than five years. Well, I mean, I you know we've we've been part of you know we've come to Sonoma our whole lives. Mm-hmm. You know, even when I was a little kid, you know, we had. You a, grew up in the city. We grew up in the city. We had a ranch up at the top of Pythian Road. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. My okay. grandmother bought it back in the early in the fifties. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and we had we eventually built a house on it. Sh- and it's this very remote. Like where Oakmont is now? Or the other way side? up in the on the in the Mayacomas oh, mountains side. Okay. on the other side. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't Oakmont. Um, but you <laughs> know, I remember when that was prune and walnut orchards. And yes. then when we first bought it, that's what it was like. That's when yes. I was a little kid. And you know, we had horses up there and we were utterly, completely, entirely feral. Wow. Um, it was a wonderful, <laughs> yeah, a wonderful thing. So but I guess what I'm saying about that is as many people, right. I you know, I think that we we feel like in a sense we grew up here. Mm-hmm. You know, you we, were, we were betwixt and between, but um, I, you know, that it's really been quite a thing to see the changes that have mm-hmm. occurred in the Sonoma Valley, and you know, not all of them bad, and we have to accept that things are going to change. Things change. Try not to be the curmudgeon. You can't step in the same river twice, as yeah, they say. Exactly. Like, there's always change. That's right. Well, yeah. can I? Will you? Will you at least uh, indulge me with answering some questions that we get from visitors? Sure, absolutely. And then I'll ask you yeah, because yeah. you you've been here a while. You know stuff. Yeah. You know a lot about uh, animals and and birds and growing things. And maybe a little bit about winery, I'm guessing. You've yeah, been to one or two, my so. brother's a winemaker. My son's a winemaker. Oh, this is a good one then. Yeah. Here's the first question. I just heard this question before I came in. These people were visiting from uh, Boston. Uh-huh. Uh, well, actually, no, Buffalo. One was from Buffalo, one was from Boston. Which is the best winery? Oh, Buckland, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny? It's unfair. Is that you can answer that one, right? Know, because because people ask us, and we have you know 100 wineries that are all our favorites. That's that's funny. Okay, I'll say two. I love yep. that you said Buckland. That's so great. Good job. Okay, tell me. Well, I say that because number one, my, because my it's my brother. Right? Well, actually, we're all, all of us siblings. Four of us are mm-hmm. the owners. My brother is the winemaker. Mm-hmm. And um, it is, it really is, it's like the, one of the oldest vineyards in Sonoma County. Hmm. And, you know, Will, my brother, is, he's just not the most out, the, you know, he's just not out in the world that mm-hmm. much. I don't I'm, it's not exactly accurate. But, he, you know, to get to, to have a tour of Buckland, mm-hmm. which is not a winery, it's actually just a vineyard. Okay. Um, you have to work hard to get him on the phone to agree to a meeting. <laughs> Can you um, trick them? You're like, you can you can trick them. You can I'd do like whatever to, you want. I'd like good to buy luck. five tons of yeah. grapes. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, See? so you could trick them. You could, probably <laughs> trick them. Just joking. I want a tour and I want a bottle. And yes, and okay. he, so anyway, he'll do a great tasting. But and he talks. You know, he's very very invested in regenerative agriculture and. Um, what, what kind of wine? Do you, what kind of grapes we, do you guys grow? We are. It's a, it's primitivo. It's okay. a lot of ancient, really the old you know two hundred year old vines. Really? Yeah. Where, eight, where's his vineyard? Ancient, uh, it's right next to Beer Cohen. Really? So it's right across the highway from uh, from. That's you guys. Oakville. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I know those vines. Yeah, they're all gnarled and head yeah, pruned. Yeah, and yeah. Well, you're probably looking. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's a little bit farther south. We're oh, we're 
um, we just ripped out one of the big Cabernet blocks. One of the blocks? So okay. it's literally right in that little hollow was it where, development was it where, center uh, okay. on one okay. side, Cohen on the other side. Right, okay. And we're right down there in the hollow, and it's about 40 acres of, vine- I think, or maybe 30 acres of vineyard. Oh, good, okay. And it's it's a beautiful old vineyard, but, um, you know, wow. again, it's... So Primitivo it's, is also, I'm understanding, kind of like a Zinfandel style. Right, it's just an um, earlier Zinfandel. Right. And so, and all of the, you know, he's, he's re... It was one of those Italian field blends. Mm-hmm. That means that, you know, Gustavo or whomever the, the, <clears throat> the Italian guy was, you... You know, his wine was different from Carlo's wine because of the way he planted. You know, the, the different right. distribution of vines oh, was different. Literally, and there would be like an Alicante Boucher yes, and blah, exactly. blah, blah. And then you just kind of smash them all together. 32 varieties. And you just kind of wait yeah. and you're like, here we are. Here's my wine. Uh-huh. My vino tinto. Like, wow, or, that is good. Yeah. So that's what it is, a field blend. I did and, not know that. Yeah, okay. and it's really quite amazing. And you should have Will on the show. Yeah, I didn't know that. Good. Can you Can people purchase the wine or do absolutely. you have to like meet him it's behind a, the barn? Buckzin.com. It's very, really? absolutely. Okay. And then, also in the family, okay. um, my son is also a winemaker, and mm-hmm. he and my brother have a business on East 8th Street, uh, a custom crush facility called Magnolia. Oh, okay, yeah. And Jack makes his own. What's the label he makes? Uh, his, it's called Fresh Dot Wines. It's called Fresco. Okay. And he makes some very beautiful wines that are very reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. Do you have and to? And that sounds like that's direct to consumer, probably not available. No, no, for you can get it. It's, he sells it to stores. Oh, he does. I haven't retail? seen. I don't know where he sells it, but probably best at this point. He's, okay. he's you know, uh, kind of getting just started. It's probably a smaller, yeah. smaller amount of mm-hmm. cases. Right. Okay. I love this. Yeah, so so it's nice to have. I guess you know, as Melissa and Jimmy are the next generation right. of farmers, I have a son who's the next generation of really regenerative viticulture. I like that. well, and you you you've illustrated what a lot of people don't know, but kind of can infer is that farmers here usually plant things that will sell. So there yeah, is a natural true. order of. You mentioned prunes and hops and, and things that we used to grow a lot more of in, in Sonoma County. But when was the last time people ate prunes? They don't eat that much anymore. Sadly. Uh, yeah. I mean, and That's prunes are delicious. They should. Yeah. San Rosa Plum's great. Other ones are great. Um, but so farmers have turned to products that can obviously pay the mortgage and the bills. Yeah. And wine grapes. Wine grapes, if you do them right, though, you can have regenerative. Absolutely. You know, There's no um, doubt about it. Sustainable methods. Right. And I'm glad that people are, are doing that. Right. That's, and, you know, certainly Europe is a, you know, Europe's been doing it for years and they Europe. don't water their grapes. No, I mean, look France at those guys. You know? French people. I know. With their nice wine and I their. I know. And they're not. No, uh, no uh, irrigation. <laughs> They and their bread's so good. Yeah. Um, all right. So you said the best, the, two of the best you have are family members. Can you tell me one that you like to go to that maybe isn't a direct family member that, and, and this isn't, you don't have to say the best. Okay. Just like say, one you, like, okay. Well, let's see. Let's see. What do I like? I think that wine tasting is maybe the most boring thing. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I, I love, don't get me wrong. I drink plenty of wine. You know, it's fu- okay. This is actually funny. You're, you're absolutely right. Cause a lot of people who work and live here, yeah, it's like people say, can I meet a winemaker? I'm like, Oh my gosh, my neighbor is a winemaker. Yeah. And would you tell him to stop putting, you know, take his garbage cans up, <laughs> you know, cause like you have a different affiliation with winemaking right, when you true. live here. Yeah. Uh, but for a lot of people, it's a different experience because yes. they've never seen a head prune primitivo right, right, 200 year old. Vine, and that's exciting. Um, okay, there. I mean, I uh, what I know for sure is that Donham is spectacular. Oh, the artwork. Yeah, the spectacular. Yeah. that would be. I mean, I think that for the artwork itself. The hills, yeah. the artwork. It's just between Sonoma right. and Napa. It's down in the Carneros yeah. region. Mm-hmm. All right, good I, call. I've actually also gone to Scribe, and it was really good. Yeah, delightful experience. Right. So if you like those kinds of experiences. <laughs> 
<laughs> there are some wineries that are made for Instagram. Yeah, and exactly. So, and I think that's that their, would be and, that's and there's, and but there's it's also it. you know people are super nice and right. super in, um, you know instructional. And, and that, well, I think that's the nice thing about it. You you are in the business, yeah. So it's right. a little different. And right. for some people, like coming here, um, yes, it's, it's brand new. So like what I often say, like if you're brand new, if this is your first time wine tasting. I'm like, go to Buena Vista, yeah. uh, go to St. Francis Landmark, go to a place where they're used to people who are new to wine tasting, uh-huh. and there's more than just wine right. in the sense that Buena right. Vista has the history. Yeah. St. Francis, you can walk around the vineyards and something like that. You know, if that's, if, if you don't know if you like wine or not, that might be a good option. If you really like wine and you want to sit down, like Walt Hall, these people like, you know, Pangloss, they get into wine. Yeah. The cork right, dorks, right, you know. Cork dorks, The yeah. Hamilton Wines, the new family winery up there in Glen Ellen. Yeah, right next door. Right next door. Yeah, and yeah. so like they're they're into it. So, yeah. And, you right. know, no, I think that's, they, they, that's right. You're absolutely right. It's not for, it's, there. like more people, people love it. And I right. think there's probably a lot of interesting things about it, so. Can you go wine tasting in Sonoma at 1.30 and make it to Muir Woods for a tour at 3? No, absolutely not. No, because then you'd be driving really fast on extremely curvy roads. And, uh, no, seriously curvy roads. And, you know, no, yeah. if you're going to go wine tasting, drink wine and enjoy yourself and don't have a, and, you right. know, don't have right. bookends. And Mirror Woods is down in Marin. Uh, a lot of people go there to see the Redwoods. They're famous. Maybe see the Redwoods first and then... Go. That's, that's that's a great advice. Or sometimes we tell people go to Armstrong Woods. Yes, because Arm, exactly. Mirror Woods, meh. It's great, <laughs> but you know, wait. You have to make a reservation. Right. It's you know you have to drive. I mean, the, the roads are really fun to drive if you're right. driving a Tesla. Right. Really fun to drive. <laughs> um, but wait, but what about the panel truck with full of onions yeah, not and shallots? Uh, yeah, not that fun. Okay. But uh, you're right. Armstrong Woods is fantastic. Right. I mean, it's just I think it's over in Guerneville. It's it's less crowded. The river's yeah. right there. Exactly. It's gorgeous. It is beautiful. It's gorgeous there. and accessible. Uh, a couple more questions, and then mm-hmm. and then I can. That when she has a couple more questions, you're done. So you ready? Yeah. These come from Facebook. Oh, good. People Great. people walk in. They ask us. They text us. They oh, ask really? us Facebook. Okay. Good. Old, uh, good to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, on Facebook, this is from Lindsay. She says she's visiting Sonoma in late October, staying in Santa Rosa, so I can be in the middle of Sonoma and Healdsburg. Yeah. Nice. We'll be there for four days. Mm-hmm. One Wondering what kind of weather, and like what kind of weather will happen, and clothing to pack. So, what happens in late October here? Oh, okay. Well, it's uh, cold mornings, mm-hmm. warm days, mm-hmm. cool evenings. Oh, I like you know, that. that's a, that's what in the evening. Cold, really, warm, yeah, cool. Cold, warm. So, layers is what you want to wear, Lindsay. Right. Z. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> wear all, warm layers. Wear layers. You can peel them off and right. then put them back on. I love it. And then she asks, any, "Do any of the towns do anything for Halloween?" So she must be here on Halloween. Hmm. Um, I mean, you guys have your pumpkins. You can yeah, that's, on, that's a little early before yeah. Halloween. We do the, um, uh, I should say we do the spooktacular on the plaza there you go. where we do invite kids to, like, to yeah, trick or treat. It like a kid thing. It is. It was actually made, uh, it's, it's a local thing. It's for kids. A lot of kids who live outside of town might not have sidewalks. Yeah, so we right. say, oh, let's exactly. just do a thing where they can go on the plaza. That's nice. The plaza's perfect. It's a lot of fun. If you guys want to set up a table, you're always welcome to. But Candy. Uh, we have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you can hand out shallots. Can hand out pepper, can, uh, poblano peppers. What else did I saw today? Jalapenos. Jalapenos. You're a what child. else? Have I a saw. <laughs> like, don't bite that. What else did I see? I saw on my walk today to your farmer's market stand carrots. Yes. Donju do pears. I know. But you're a kid and cucumbers. you're like cucumbers. Here's an Armenian cucumber or a carrot. Yeah. Here's some little ge- gem red romaine and red yeah, fire right, lettuce. Uh-huh, sure. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. You've seen kids, you know, when they get, sit around with their haul, throwing out the stuff they don't like. If you grew avocados, which that are hard to grow here, yeah, I think. but we could. You know, I think that with global warming, I know pretty soon. What an opportunity! It's going to be <laughs> avocados and bananas. Yeah. Um, okay, Fe- George Ann 
and you don't do this, but she wants to know what's the best way to get wine home. Do you box it up and ship it? Can you bring it on a plane? Yes, you can. You may bring it on a plane. You, mm-hmm. I, I do believe you can. You can. Sh- you can just. There are shipping cartons, shipping which is boxes, a, which, right? Yeah. Shipping box, which is a a, ca- a case of wine mm-hmm. in a bigger. Um, you know, in a bigger case, and, they, and do they just put like a insulated. bunch of socks around it, or how do they keep I think it from? They, I think I don't, I'm not sure exactly, but it's it totally can be done, and I think done. that wineries will be. Ha- I think I'm sure that right. any of the bigger wineries can would be it. able to accommodate that, and they probably they could either do that or just ship it directly to you. Right, well, that's kind of expensive, but you know they can do it. But you can yeah. bring it home, and so but some people it can be expensive, but it pays for itself if they join the wine club and they're yes, getting wines exactly. they can't normally right. get, right. or a lot of wine, especially um, around November. Yeah, uh, here's a tip. Here's a tip, everybody. Around November, the wineries are making space in their warehouse. Yes, they so, are. <laughs> so yes. That's when the yes, time to buy wine, and oftentimes they'll do one dollar shipping, uh, and then again. So October, November, December are high purchase purchase times for wine, but then January, February, March you can get some really good deals if you want and also do cheaper shipping. So just going to bring that up. That's good. You heard it here first. That's good, right. We heard it from Tim. Um, There's something you didn't tell us. What? You are a published author. Uh, How to Grow a School Garden, a Complete Guide for Parents and Teachers. Yes, that's true. How did you find that out? You wrote a book. I did. And I love school gardens. My kids had great school gardens. They probably. And yeah, I love this. Good. So you, what? What's his story? Why? Why are you not telling that us this story? Well, because it was sort of is in the past. Well, I um, I started an organization in San Francisco working with San Francisco Public Schools, mm-hmm. um, and we were fortunate enough to get a big bond measure passed in San Francisco, mm-hmm. whereby we got you know fourteen million bucks to build school gardens in every school and every public school in San Francisco, and we you know school gardens. I say what I really mean is an outdoor classroom really more an outdoor classroom than a school garden of course it is a garden right but when you call it an outdoor classroom it has a little bit more gravitas (laughs) the the grant money rolls yeah a little bit more (laughs) which was a really fun really incredible uh, experience and then we went with a number of colleagues um we uh we i began an organization called education outside Hmm. Um, and we hired AmeriCorps. We were an AmeriCorps oh, program, so we hired okay. kids out of college, okay. trained them how to teach science outside in school gardens and That's maintain genius. school gardens and keep them going. It was a really wonderful, vibrant time. Um, it Smart. was fantastic. So um, San Francisco is laden with with school gardens. It is. And uh, and that was that. And You're then, the Janie Appleseed of gardens. Janie Appleseed. That's yeah, good. That's like good, that. Tim. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we Marketing. wrote this guide, which uh, is it's still available on yeah, Amazon. No, it's good. It's, it, yeah, it, I think we, we haven't re, we published it twice. We went through two printings. Oh, it did okay. Yeah, we sold a, a de- very decent number of um, of copies. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was. It that got was great ratings. Yeah, you know we what? Got good I, ratings. I gotta tell you something. You're you're probably a really good writer, but you're a horrible publicist for yourself because what you're supposed to do is drop in. Oh, and I wrote this book. Oh, psh, right. Pshaw. <laughs> pshaw. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm falsely modest. You know, those <laughs> false like, modest. People. I'm so shocked. How did oh, you find pshaw. that on the internet? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Arden, I've I've really appreciated having you here. It was super fun. I'm glad you ran time. in from the fields yeah, at the I last did. second. Yeah, brushed my hair. You did, I mean, you were literally selling. You know, basil and and all the things when I first went to you this morning and said, can you be on the podcast? So I really appreciate it. It's fun going to the farmer's market. I love seeing our clients. Oh, it's great. It's so fun. Um, if people want to find more information about your farm again, can you tell me how they can find you online? Yes. You could go to www.oakhillfarm.net. Perfect. And there's our website. And, uh, you know, that's, yeah. Or... Or uh, email mail us, and we'll okay. answer your questions. And hope to see you on any Saturday from nine to three, or more specifically on um, 
October 15th for Pumpkin for Day. Pumpkin Trebuchet Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. Well, Arden, thank you very much. And uh, if anybody else has questions about Sonoma Valley, please go to SonomaValley.com. You can also text us for questions, email us, put us on Facebook. And remember, everybody, if you're listening, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so we can have great people like all the best farmers in Sonoma Valley on it. Everyone have a great day. Thank you.